0: Power up! Want to grow? The calcium in milk helps your bones grow! A mama mia! Cut milk? Copyright 2000, America's Dairy Farmers and Milk Processors. Mario Character. Copyright 2000, Nintendo of America Incorporated. All rights reserved.
1: Listener to our podcast, Jeff and Rick present Unpacking the Power of Power Pack.
0: Where we journey through each issue of the most underrated Marvel series of the 80s while drinking beer,
1: analyzing awesome and amazing adolescent adventures, and absorbing alcohol. I am Jeff.
0: And I am Rick. Random banterers working overtime, fighting crime, fighting crime. Secret raiders (laughs) who will neutralize as soon as they arrive. Do you know the rest? Uh, Mask. (laughs) Tracker's going to lead the mission, and Spectrum's got that supervision.
1: Mask. Yes. uh, I I may not remember all the words to that, but I, I loved and adored that show when I was a kid. I had... And I still have many of the toys from that toy line, including the Boulder Mountain Place. That I still have the Boulder Mountain Playset. set.
0: That's sweet. Yeah, I, I, this was a gimme for you. This was a gimme for you.
1: That cartoon, woof, it does not hold up. It is mm.
0: bad. There's a lot of that. Bad, bad, bad. It's a great theme song. Yeah, like great theme song. It's two and a song. half minutes long or something. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculously <laughs>
1: long. It's a great theme song. I loved the concept of the toys. It's just enough transformers completely impractical, but man, man, the storylines were horrible. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the reason why you did that, the reason why you did that is because power pack is wearing masks we got masks on the kids in this comic, we have a mini series of four issues about power pack, just straight up power pack. We are back with the kids. At least for four episodes. At
0: least for four before we decide to move into something else. Like, yeah. I don't know. I got plans. Yeah, until we move into something else like Namor's Neighbor or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed doing the new Warriors bit. I, lo- I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought we had a good time doing it. Um, I enjoyed doing those with some great guests. I do not want to... Do that again. Uh, I know that we have yeah. <laughs> uh, the the Future Foundation, the, the FF ones with Alex and um, Franklin Richards and a few other people from Fantastic Four. We've got that one. We got Julian Avengers Academy. Man, I, I got to come up with another thing to do because we, we aren't going to do that kind of really brief dive into reading a lot of different comics and trying to summarize them because that nearly killed us, so
0: (laughs) I'm going to come up with something else. I'm not sure. Going over 10 to 13 issues per episode was... uh, It's harder than you might think, where you just go, oh, hey, well, all you had to do is kind of sit and read comic books for a while, right? Yes, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'd like to focus more on just Power Pack, but I would also like to recognize those individual issues. I think we can cover Julie and the Loners. That's pretty easy. Julie's got a couple appearances in The Runaways. That should be pretty easy, but I'll come up with something else. Meanwhile, on to random banter. I mean, there's tons of things I could talk about. I can talk about how um, my family is finishing up watching Deep Space Nine. I can talk about the amazingly awesome what if finale that i just saw tonight but i'm not going to spoil that i'm not going to spoil that for my good friend jeff i can talk about how my wife and i are watching what we do in the shadows finally watching uh-huh. that series <laughs> it is awesome
0: yeah i haven't seen the series but i love the uh, the movie that was based on oh, the of movie
1: him, yeah. we watched the movie and i gotta say the movie's a little bit disappointing we because we watched the movie after we were watching oh, the TV series,
0: it's hard to go back. Yeah,
1: it's really hard to go back. The TV series is really good, but I would like to just say instead that um, I think I'm going to be going to Hawaii for nine days in at the end of January.
0: Oh, wow! Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hawaii's great. Which island? Uh, Maui. Mm, that's that's one where i have technically been to because there's an airport there (laughs) and you know how you know how you've technically been somewhere when the airplane goes you sit in an airport for two hours and then you move on
1: i have technically not been to hawaii at all so i'm excited my wife and i wanted to go there and we've been talking about going there for our 20th anniversary we're going to get there a little bit earlier it just so happens that my parents have vacation package that they bought that they need to use and my mom Mm. has decided nope we don't want to do any more traveling. So, oh, so hey, let's... son, why don't you take this package? I'm just getting excited about it now. I'm looking at things like it, like snorkeling, mm-hmm. which parts of the island I'm gonna go geocaching on, all of that. I, I'm, just, I'm getting really excited for it, and I've got, oh, a long time to go. I mean, between now and then, I'm gonna be going yeah. to Baltimore,
0: at the end of this month in
1: October, which I think by the time that this goes out I will already have been to Baltimore spending some time with Tim Price the Podcrasher. We're going to be sharing a room together, so I'm pretty sure that at some point in time I will be talking about that adventure.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing about that.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that Fred Van Lent will still be there, because I'm hoping to get him to sign some of my funny books. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that's what's new and exciting with me what's new and exciting with you sir
0: well and bingo was his name oh my My body decided that it was time we played jeff harm bingo again so yay, yay. my fun exciting thing is that i had a uh, subconjunctival hemorrhage which means a blood vessel in my right eye burst so i've got a nice little like you know it's like oh cool it's got one of those things where it just got a big Big old giant spreading red splotch, and uh, you know, like a third of my eye. It's starting to heal up, but it's like, there we go. That's my f- my fun excitement that's been going on.
1: Well, nice. You know what you could have done to prevent that? Hmm. Wearing a mask? I don't think so. Mm, I don't know. I've got a non PhD in reading comic books, and according uh... to all of my expertise of reading comic books, that would have
0: actually protected you, sir. Okay, well, my deep dive research, first page Google, basically says, it can happen when you sneeze, or laugh too hard, or stand up fast. Awesome. It goes away in two weeks. Okay, cool. Is it painful or harmful? Is there anything bad with that? It can itch. Okay, cool. Thank you. So, moral of the story is, quit laughing. Live, laugh, love. don't do that.
1: And so in order for you to uh, start practicing this no laughing, why don't you give me a two cents replay and tell us what happened last episode?
0: Not a problem. I'll guarantee it's as not funny as possible. Uh, I might have to renege that. A work for pay corporate scientist from the future has traveled back to the past and due to an entirely foreseeable kerfuffle involving unvetted time travel equipment has become the time stream destroying conqueror advent, which is causing trouble for the people in the present. Sphinx then jumps in and kills Speedball, saying that he was going to fail to defeat Advent. This causes Time Slep to step up to the plate, do some time stuff, and then save the day when she finds out that Advent is weak against being beaten with a stick. The day is won, but everyone is sad because Speedball is dead. But then they are happy that he is alive as he pops out of the kinetic dimension and we find out that the speedball that jumped out of the kinetic dimension when they were fighting the Sphinx was actually a future LMD made by Advent's son to stop his dad. After this, the Dire Wraith mother Volks has come back, killed Mikey and stolen the turbo armor from Mickey and is now planning to remove all the superpowers from the people of Earth so that she can be unopposed when she goes to wreck the joint. She also stole Friday to make her getaway. The new warriors track her down And everyone but Alex thinks it's a great idea to shoot Friday out of the sky because she is a hostage. Nova becomes Nova again. Time Slip fidgets with the power killer Goober so that only everyone in the story loses their powers for a short while. And Night Thrasher discovers that a depowered Volk's greatest weakness is a knife to the face. The end. Now that the Alex decides that he's gonna dump the new warriors as they all decided that killing his friend was a good idea and had no remorse over it. Two sentence replay is over. Why don't you give me a beer and tell us what our power pack pick is?
1: My pleasure, my friend. And I've got a beer for you. I know it's a shocker. I know we've only been doing this for, like, 94-plus episodes, plus, you know, a bunch of other episodes, and I always have a beer for you, but (laughs) I do have a beer for you.
0: You're springing this on me out of
1: of, of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, since episode (laughs) one, here's a brand new beer. I'm going to surprise you with it, and here we go. Mm -hmm. So, like usual, ever since the beginning of this pandemic, you've got a lovely little paper bag with a beer in it. Why don't you go ahead and pull it on out?
0: I love it. Every time we record, it's a little mystery that I get to solve. By it's it's a real easy murder mystery. It's like <laughs> the beer in, the beer in the bag did it. And we have beautiful faces, cold IPA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, cool. There's a little uh, hop-bearded beanie-wearing lumberjack shape up in the corner. That's a pretty can. That metallic red and burgundy. With just kind of just crisscrossing pattern with the metallic yeah. red. It's really nice. It's just pretty. Yeah. And story time on it is packed and packaged by Lumber Beard Brewing Spokane, Washington. It's a good story. <laughs> very much.
1: Beautiful faces <laughs> by Lumber Beard Brewing. 7.2% ABV, 40% IBU, cold IPA brewed with talus and motieka hops. And I probably destroyed that.
0: Like, we'll destroy the beer. You destroyed those words.
1: Beautiful faces. I mean, why? I don't think we've already said it. We're talking beautiful faces because the beautiful yep. faces are all covered with masks.
0: Yeah, we can't see our precious little children anymore because their faces are all masked up.
1: <laughs> we, we both had the same thought on this one, and I, that's kind of nice to have, you know? We, we, mm-hmm. we, we saw it, and we had it in common. It's all good. It's all good. So we have a, it's a very fruity-smelling beer got the hops it's got the uh it's not dank it's it's kind of a ripe Hmm. smelling on it ripe fruit smell i think it's pleasant a little more passion fruity yeah not really
0: as citrusy definitely hops Mm -hmm.
1: very clear color oh wow that is clear as the
0: day is long
1: pale 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 it's just got a very light yellow hue to it which is making jeff very sunny i can barely see the red in his eye which is nice a nice little foamy head on mine at least
0: Mine foamed up and bubbled down really pretty quick.
1: It very much looks like a, a lager almost.
0: It, yeah, I was just going to say that. It looks like a lager.
1: Yeah, very, very mild. Very mild. No real strong punch. No real hit of hops. No rusted metal taste. in the middle yeah, and
0: after notes. It's a but... little bit,
1: but I mean, it's not very strong at all. It's very muted. And yet, the notes that come through are crisp.
0: Crisp is a good descriptor of this. It is very beverage forward uh-huh. just meaning that uh that first sip that you're taking it just is a beverage on your yeah. tongue
1: it's not surprising uh you get you get just some gentle notes of fruit the hop coming in a little bit and i don't know it's pleasant it's very pleasant it's very mild 7.2 abv that's gonna sneak up on you with this one
0: it's an easy beer very
1: very easy very easy very nice I don't know how well the easy and nice is gonna match up with what we're reading. What we're reading is something. It's something a lot. And we're gonna tell you about that something right now. But first we have to get to the opening credits. So Jeff, if you please.
0: Power Pack Volume Two, Issue Number One. August 2000, Power Replay. Credits, Writer, Sean Berry. Penciler, Colleen Duran. Anchor, Terry Austin. We know that name. Letterer, Chris Heliopolis. Colorist, Tom Smith. Editor, Michael Martz. Chief, Bob Harris. Featuring Power Pack,
1: Alex Power, aka Zero G, Gravity Powers. Julie Power, aka Lightspeak, Flyer. Jack Power, aka Massmaster, Clouds and Bubbles. Katie Power, aka Energizer, Destruction. Guest starring, Jim and Maggie Power, power parents who know all about the kids' powers.
0: And the Power Family is all back together, moving into a new-to-them house in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> this might just be the greatest days of our lives. Settle down. No, we only have one comic book to review, and all of the members of Power Pack Family are here, minus, you know, the adopted Oliver, the family, Franklin, and they are almost in our backyard. Best day Bainbridge Island is like
1: five hours to the north, and contrary to what Alex says, it would take a non-powered superperson more than ten minutes to get from the island to Seattle. But you're in a good mood, so I'll let it go for now.
0: I need that good mood, man. I need it. But in comic, well, it is the day before school starts and the family is just moving into this new house. The move has come about because Jim has a new teaching job and they wanted to get a place remote because of, well, you know, the kid's powers. We also learn later in the issue that Maggie is picking back up her commercial artwork job in order for the family to have enough money to, you know, exist in better living conditions than the people living along the I-5 corridor these days.
1: Overall, the family seems pretty happy and normal. Sure, there are some little fights and gripes, but this is normal for a family with moving stress and over 60 issues of Secret Powers and Aliens. I mean, we grave on a curve in the Marvel Universe, so this is like a two on the Peter Parker scale.
0: One character who is really showing some anger is Jack. There is definitely some angst he has about Alex and his time with the new warriors and Katie's preoccupation with hooking up Friday to the family's PC.
1: Hang on for one second. Let's explore this space for a little bit.
0: Well, Friday was blown up thanks to the new warriors, and they're being really hooked on being trigger happy and sacrifice. They put those two together really well when it goes to somebody else. And her spark was recovered, and Katie, who is now skipping two grades because she is so SMRT, smart, has hooked up the alien smart ship's consciousness to the family's gateway computer tower. It might be Adele, but
1: that is not the point. The point is the family's emotional states, as Julie is a bit sensitive as well. The moment the family starts to argue, she flies off. The parents are pretty strict with Jack and how he is treating everyone, while Alex is pretty much the same old Alex.
0: Meanwhile on Snark World home of the fighting snarks. Emperor Badshaw is complaining about how crummy his royal life is. The peasants are not bowing low enough, and his rivals are becoming a bit too powerful. In fact, all snarks are too soft now. Why, in his day, a snark would have patricide for breakfast and genocide for brunch. What did they have for lunch? Oh man, you really don't want to know.
1: Probably right. Well, back to Botcha. That does not sound like Merry Old Soul at all. You do not suppose that the consciousness of Jackal, whose host body Batcha is using, has re-emerged after everyone thought he was destroyed, do you? Uh, see our legendary coverage of issue number 25, True Believers.
0: Well, shiver me plot timbers. That sounds like exactly what happened, because the reemerged Jackal says that that is what happened. And who is there to witness this... Why, none other than Lord Yurik, Badshah's best bud and Chimelian emissary to the Snarks. Lord Yurik is immediately imprisoned for the crime of being Jackal's mortal enemy, and then Queen Mirage shows up.
1: Now wait a minute. We saw her blow up in the holiday special.
0: She got better.
1: Okay. And she still can cause her son to bow to her. The two make plans to destroy rival clans and also to destroy Power Pack.
0: Meanwhile on Earth?
1: Home of the Fighting Teenage Drivers permit getters.
0: Alex is using the family car to prep for his upcoming driver's test, while Jack mopes and Katie is talking to Friday about her fears and dreams and hopes to one day be a star on Broadway.
1: Besides the Broadway bit, this is true. Friday encourages her, letting her know that if she can make it through the last seven issues of the main series, she can handle anything.
0: Meanwhile in prison...
1: Home of the fighting prison guards.
0: Yurk gets beat up by the snark prison guards, because... Because they're, well, they're Snark prison guards. I mean, come on, that just says they're jerks. But he did try to send a message to someone using the giant chameleon headed gold coin the guards left on him.
1: Also on Snark World, Jackal has sent the Royal Space Force to inflict some property damage on his rival families. Because if you can't use your military to squash your enemies, what is it there for? Oh, too soon. Foom. Sort of,
0: uh, yeah. And by property damage, if you meant utter destruction, then you are right.
1: After such a horrible scene, we need something lighthearted and sunny to move us forward.
0: And so, meanwhile on Earth, home of the fighting artists, Julie is helping her mom set up her art studio in a side building of their new house. Her mom is picking up her career again to get the family a little more financially stable. Maggie's not feeling well, though, so Julie leaves her alone. Which means she meets a boy... Cue the theme to the love boat and pop me some corn. We have something exciting and new in front of us.
1: Uh, we can't do that. Mannequin Lawyer has advised us not to do that due to our previous litigations.
0: Oh, well, okay then. Cue the songbirds. Release the hearts and make the world brighter. Hunky boy and teenage girl, you have just landed in the middle of a romance comic.
1: His name is Randy Allen. He is a freshman, just like Julie. And his best friend used to live in the house Julie is in now. Oh, and he is also so dreamy. Let's not forget that Julie has siblings. And those siblings see Randy leaving, and they start to taunt her.
0: Hey, look, Julie has a boyfriend.
2: Julie has a boyfriend.
0: Meanwhile on Snark World... Home of the Fighting Narratives. Jackal is checking out the destruction of the Destrac Clan and has a complaint. His soldiers have lost the queen mother of the defeated clan. She escaped, dude.
1: But I wouldn't worry about it. I am sure that her defeat will not feature into a future plot in any upcoming issues.
0: Meanwhile on
1: Earth... Home of the Fighting Single Page Jumps. It is time to costume on
0: and do some power practice. And check it out, the kids have new costumes! Lame! But not as lame as that costume you wore when you were a new warrior, G-Money! Okay, low blow there, Jackie boy.
1: Notable changes are that they now have big chunky metal forearm armor, and they have turned their boots up to an 11. Wait, no, those boots are at a 12, and I am not lying. The biggest change to these costumes, however, are that they have masks. Masks, capital M, Asks. They are a head sock type that include a domino portion of the eyes. The upshot is that they could actually help protect their identities, and that is Neato.
0: Alex uses his G powers like telekinesis, pulling up and throwing a stump at Jack from about five feet away. Jack allows the stump to pass through him, so it heads towards Katie. Katie is trying to power up, but now has to disintegrate this new object and overdoes it. She freaks out and lets loose a plethora of power balls. Jack throws up a shield and incorrectly states that he is the one who discovered the molecular density field power and protects them from the explosion of power.
1: Katie is really, really, really angry at Alex. He knows she is scared of using her power, and he did not need to throw such a big stump at her, and he has a jerky face, and this is all his fault, and here is a fist sandwich. Suck.
0: Oh, she also says she is smarter than all of them put together.
1: Jack also chooses this moment to pile on the Alex hate fest and questions his leadership. And Julie, well, she feels that the team slash family is looking really sad right
0: now. Meanwhile in space. Home of the Fighting Ponies. Jackal is informing Lord Yurik that he has destroyed his enemies and he is going after Power Pack. Luckily, the golden coin message that Yurik sent out earlier was received by his son Kofi in an unknown, mysterious, cloaked-in-shadow snark. And they are headed towards Earth to get Power Pack.
1: Unfortunately, Kofi and the Shadow Snark are a little late to the wormhole and are watching a Snark ship with orders to kill Power Pack while heading to Earth.
0: Meanwhile on said Earth... Home of the Fighting Sleepers. Julie is woken up by a bright light as she is thinking about...
2: Randy Allen. (sighs) Julie Allen.
1: (laughs) Okay. She goes to her front door to check out this mysterious bright light and comes face to face with a snark saying,
0: Emperor Jackal sends his greetings, hatchling. Worst nightmare ever. Next issue, Snarks and School.
1: This issue, the themes of the issue. Well, we have a whole new team. Eh, Mostly new team. Pretty much new team.
0: More or less. Terry's been there before.
1: Terry's been there before. Colleen Doran has been here before. Speaking of those two, actually, we have a cover here that is featuring the art of Colleen Doran and the inker Terry Austin. Now, Colleen Doran did the Marvel Fanfare issue that we covered where they had a kind of a uh, double team-up with Magic from the New Mutants. This is better art than was in that one. Let's stick Mm -hmm. with the cover for now. Uh, The cover we have very exciting cover we've got power pack in their new costumes and their face masks and alex front center he is looking up being all
0: okay just say say it like it is he looks like cannonball
1: yeah, he looks like Cannonball, kind of, yeah, yeah. Julie is coming, flying around on the side with her rainbow behind her, and Jack's in his cloud, looking like like a great tornado. And Katie's in front, and she's all glowy and sparkly, and she's got four fireballs coming out of her, and we've got a massive prism going all around behind. There is just a lot of color in this. <laughs> it's pretty
0: vibrant. It's
1: bright. It's something that's on the... On the shelf, and it says, "Buy me, buy me! <laughs> this is a collector's item, first issue."
0: <laughs> and it literally does; it says that on the comic. So yes,
1: a collector's item on August of two thousand. <laughs> so, <laughs> collector's item, first issue. Buy our book. It's fine. It I, I, it screams out, "Buy me!" The power pack um, text on the top is also different, though. It's yeah. It's more Slayer esque.
0: A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit more graffiti pointy it's pointy it's graffiti style
1: it's a new power pack short mini series that they got going on here it's fine
0: yeah They've uh, aged the kids up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Julie's going to be is going to be a junior high, I guess. And mm-hmm. Alex is driving, so he or getting his driver's permit. So he's 15 and a half, I think, at that age.
1: Katie is going to be skipping a grade or two. There,
0: two grades, and uh, Jack's grades. there doing Jack so stuff, they, which is being grumpy. And doing Jack stuff.
1: We've got a lot going on in this issue. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's go through some of this here. We, we've got the new costumes. What do you think about the costumes?
0: I don't care for them. Originally, I was back and forth on the original Moon Boot kind of look. Mm-hmm. I think when we interviewed June, I was like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. But as time went on, I'm like, yeah, I actually really like those boots. And then yeah. right now, they have turned those boots up to take two Amazon shipping containers, paint them silver, strap them on your feet, <laughs> up to your knees, and then... Uh, I don't know. Grab two rolls of paper towels, stuff your weenie little arms into those and have just two big paper towel forearms made of metal. And then, uh, I don't know, put like a comm badge with, you know, like metal linkages going down your arms for reasons.
1: Those things I don't like. If we could take the old moon boots and have them on with the costume itself without all the extra stuff. I think I'd be fine with it. I like
0: okay. You're the talking about just the costuming there. itself. Just the okay. Just the color part.
1: You're you're correct yeah. though because because that's part of the costume. Those accoutrements. Yeah. This just the the actual
0: cloth itself. Oh, the cloth looks fine.
1: Yeah, they've taken their their symbols and they've kind of ah, they moved them into the 21st century kind a little of, bit. Yeah, there, they, 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 made, took, they,
0: made they it took it kinda a, cool. a thing that was a chess symbol and they've kind of turned it into a full torso. Their symbol is kind of their whole costume is really yeah. what it kind of boils down to on that. In that regard, yeah. The costume, yeah. it's an okay costume upgrade. It's just all the accoutrement that they slapped on there is way too excessive for me. And putting their t- costumes on, Katie was like, are these the new costumes, Alex? So Alex is the one who designed these costumes. He's the one who wrote the, the little note to Elsewhere and said, make him new warrior cool. I want to make it look like I'm an <laughs> old kid now and I'm super cool. What do super cool kids have? All this junk on them? Do that.
1: Jack's comment that they're lame is was pretty spot on. Yeah. and we still say I like the masks. The masks are something that should have been there from the beginning. I like those.
0: I I was always okay with the kids not having masks on. Honestly, uh, to ho- to hide your identity. Yeah, but
1: but you like putting kids in danger. So yes, you know,
0: it's thrilling and exciting. I mean, there's there's illegal. The, yeah, but it's a great side hustle. Oh. Sure, you can't have roosters fight anymore, or or chickens, or dogs, or whatever. You got to move somewhere. What's the next thing? What's the next commodity to have fight? kids three years old and younger no that's terrible Cut all that. that's <laughs> awful uh, <laughs> so
1: we have other new things here we have a new normal as i like to call it the parents now know about their powers yeah and yeah just totally yeah.
0: are in the very first page uh, alex is de grabbing like three boxes and moving them in the house and he's in front of a taxi you know a taxi cab that's in the driveway and takes him in And the gym's all like ah, not, don't use your powers outside
1: somewhere between the end of new warriors and now they found out about the powers be interesting to see what happened there be interesting to see all the ramifications mm-hmm. and stuff and especially knowing what we know about the more recent series that came out the parents are back to not knowing about yeah. the powers which it's weird it's one thing i didn't like from the new series that the parents didn't know about the powers like can we just move past that especially since alex was in future foundation and julie was running over with with runaways and and she'd been going across country and Come on, let's let's figure this out. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I digress. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, the parents know about the powers. They seem cool. Parents know about
1: the powers. Well, sort of. They they're very protective of them still, and it looks like they're still they haven't quite gotten all on board with it yet. I mean, they aren't freaking out, but yeah, they're worried. They're worried parents. Yeah,
0: they, they moved kind of into the middle of nowhere. So that way the kids, they use their powers, not as many people would be able to see and saying, you know, don't use them outside. Yeah, it is kind of like the let's go hide our shame and don't do it. <laughs> you know, it's like you can have these, just don't do it out in public. Yeah, it actually is kind of getting that vibe now that now that I'm thinking about that.
1: Well, you mentioned a new place. So we are in Bremerton, Washington, which is in our neck of the woods, five hours away from us, but still will take it, much closer than New York for us. Yep. So for those of you who are not up on your geography with uh, the Pacific Northwest, don't blame you. But... Uh, up in Seattle area, it's kind of a bunch of islands up there, and they have just these giant land masses that are all spotting around the Puget Sound, and one of them is Bremerton Island, and it is a hop skip and a pretty long jump across the Puget Sound from Seattle, Washington. I've been up there a few times. We've got some friends that live up in that area. I don't know. What do you want to talk about?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's a it's a place. It's we could we can drive up there. That's yeah. really what it boils down to. It's nice country. It's green. There's trees. There's waterways and lakes around. There's, yeah, Puget Sound. There's lots of stuff. It's nice. Yeah. Well, it might depend on what area you're at, but it's not quite as uh, boondoggle as they're kind of make it seem. Where it's just like we've gone into the hinterlands where no one will see. There's a bunch of people. Okay? I,
1: I don't know. It's sort of. I, we've got friends that live out in that area and they like it because there's not that many people around. Not as many,
0: but there's still people <laughs> and big. stuff
1: some people yeah. some eh.
0: anyway powerpacks
1: now we're just powerpack's now we're nearby. just arguing yeah
0: we're just arguing for no <laughs> for no real reason yeah it's just it's a fine area and uh, PowerPack lives here now so sweet
1: yeah sweet yeah. and they can just go over to Seattle in 10 minutes or something or
0: something <laughs> they probably yeah they could get there pretty quick by cut because they got flight powers and such so yes they could get over to Seattle real easy people that live in Seattle can't get to Seattle in 10 minutes because the traffic sucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they've got. They, but these kids are idealistic, and they're like, "We can get over there in ten minutes." Yeah, because you can fly, and you can disintegrate anything <laughs> in your way. There are no traffic jams for you.
1: Yeah, uh, traffic in Seattle is something special, and even better than that, usually you've got a lot of hills and stuff. Once you get a three way, it makes it even more fun. Mm-hmm. We've got a new history on powers. We, it's all about the new stuff here. New history on the f- powers. We do have what we've seen in the alternate. Power pack comics where Alex has kind of got more of the TK power with his gravity where he can point at something and he can cause it to go up and down. And he can Left make, and it right. light make it right. Yeah. yeah. So he's got kind of more of a telekinesis gravity power, which is cool. I like that. It makes the power a little bit more.
0: Yeah, it also it makes sense for what you can do, as soon as you're able to yeah. you're being able to refine your gravity and you're like, yeah, this is I I did this and that's why it tore out of the ground, and then I was able to stop mm-hmm. it and move it here and do this. Yeah, it, it Gravity powers really would be a variation on the telekinetic power. Yes.
1: Yeah. But we also have Jack saying a lie, a lie that we can prove. He did not come up with the bubble shield. That was nope. all, all Julie. All,
0: Julie. all Julie. That was
1: during Inferno. Mm-hmm. No, we aren't going to stand for this. We're going to sit here for it, but we will not yep. stand for it.
0: Because we don't want to, because our legs are tired. This could be a revisionist history or the writer just made a mistake. Or, it, I could, or I could also see it as Jack just claiming things as his. You could see Jack, well, I discovered this thing. It's like, well, no, you, you didn't. But we're not going to have this argument again. We're, we're, we're doing a thing.
1: <laughs> and I guess we could talk a little bit about the writer. And his name is Sean Barry. He's got kind of a rough history that that's now come up. He's got some allegations, we'll go ahead and say it, of sexism and abusive behavior against him, which came out in 2017. So we'll recognize that and unequivocally against that, and we will always believe the accuser in these kinds of situations. We'll say that. He has uh, been working on stuff as a a, uh, founder of a company called Space Goat Productions, but he's also done a lot of work for Marvel Comics. As a writer, he's kind of been around for about 22 years now. I've never really heard of him until this book. I haven't seen him that much. So far with his writing with this, it's a little bit teenage kid type of romance superhero fight. He's not going all ages, but he's definitely not going down to kid level. But he's definitely writing down to an audience with his writing in this.
0: The storytelling on it seems it's... (sighs) It's okay. It it, it seems a little juvenile in in the writing style. And it seems like it is. I don't know if it's really introducing anything new. Because it's kind of like, well, Jackal's back and Queen Maraud is back. And oh, yeah, I'll just kind of. Oh, Jack developed this power. And it's. Oh, Katie's scared of using her powers. No, Katie's not scared of using her powers. Now Katie's like a computer genius. And they've kept the fact that the New Warriors utterly destroyed Friday, put. Friday into like a desktop with a cutesy little kind of cartoony kind (laughs) of iconography. I don't know where they're going with it yet, but it seems like they're not really introducing it much of anything new. No,
1: I don't either. It's it's using a lot of the old villains. It's using a lot of the old things that we've talked about. Jackal and Marauder back. Kids are kind of almost back to square one with how do we yeah. work together? How do we get along? No, we're we're even going further into the
0: <laughs> Lord Lord Yurk's a prisoner. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's we're, we're kind of
1: revisiting a lot of the same issues mm-hmm. that they came up with the first time. So.
0: Katie's scared of using her powers. Uh, Julie, Julie likes a boy. Yeah, like after after sixty plus issues,
1: where are we at? We you know we're bringing Mm -hmm. up the history of that. Jack was in New Warriors. That was a problem. But we're not bringing in the kids. Haven't advanced. They've advanced in in, in their ages, but they haven't really advanced anywhere else. So we're kind of reforming the team a bit, and we're we're having new issues. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how it goes. To I'm I'm curious to. Really revisit this now and read through it, and I know I've read it one time when we started this project, and now I'm here with a really more in-depth knowledge of Power Pack, and so far I'm I'm here. I'm interested. I'm not impressed, but let's see what okay. happens.
0: This is this is a first read for me. Mm-hmm. I've had these issues sitting in a pile for about three years now, waiting to get to this <laughs> point. I wanted to go into them uh-huh. very fresh. Yeah. This is as fresh as can be. I have just read this comic. And so it's kind of like, oh, new Power Pack. Yeah, okay. Um, You're bringing it back. Okay, yeah. cool. Power Pack's coming back. That's awesome. They're doing it. Okay, they're doing the standard volume two. Let's change costumes and stuff. And I could forgive this first issue for being kind of a... As a previously on or as a primer, Mm -hmm. kind of a get to know you, kind of a little handshake issue just to kind of get you used to who these characters are and everything. So I do want to see where it's going to go to, but I, mm, yeah, here's prognostication. I don't think it's going to go anywhere really far. I don't think it's going to introduce too much of anything new. That Again, this is just have not read issues two through four yet. Just the first one, but just the vibes and kind of feeling that I'm getting off of this. I don't think it's going to be too revolutionary. It's not going to be reinventing the wheel. It's just going to go like, now, the wheel, (laughs) two.
1: (laughs) You thought you liked it the first time around. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about some other things in this book. We are going to get into our power thoughts now. And if you feel like you're missing some things, yes, we dropped a couple of our former things we like to do a long time ago. We are moving forward and we are trimming up a little bit. So hang
0: on. Unpacking volume two. Yeah.
1: We're just going to go right into power thoughts. We'll start off with Refrigerator Gallery. What piece of art in this book needs to be on the family's refrigerator? They've got a new refrigerator. they got a new house. We're, we're all good. We can put new stuff up there now. So let's start with mm-hmm. some funny stuff.
0: What funny things did you find in this book? My joke backup one is what I'm calling page eight, and I call it Dead Doll Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, there's a whole lot going on in this panel. This is the bottom left-hand panel. And this is when Katie is talking to her desktop computer that is Friday now. And Friday's just kind of a cartoony kind of smiley face kind of thing with hearts and smiley faces that emanate out of, off of it. And Katie's... Talking to it, and because uh, Friday gave her a little pep talk, Katie is hugging her big old cathode ray screen, and she's just got dead doll eyes. They're just shark eyes. They're just black rolled back into her head, (laughs) voids. (laughs) of uh of nothing she is yeah, it, she is the color of outer space yeah, she, is yeah, it, she is the void she's the darkness inside prior
1: to that she had these nice blue eyes now she's got these kind yep. of dark eyes with just a little light shining through and there's a lot that's going on there her ladybug shirt that she's wearing and the medallion and uh, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot there's, there's a lot.
0: Yeah, she's got the big gold chameleon coin yeah. that was given to her by, by Rell.
1: I'm going to go back to page four, and I call this, I break your stuff, where one of the Snarks has taken Lord Yurik's staff, and he says, oh, No. Oh no! You don't have this nice nap As I snap it over my leg, ha ha ha! You have no you. You have two stabs, ha ha ha! Yeah,
0: this is this is when Yurik is being dragged away to prison by the guards. And yeah, I I know what page it's on and where the panel's at. It's my top joke one, and I call it "We don't take kindly to sticks around these here parts." I'd
1: break your stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just like... It's, we'll just say it's his uh, emissary staff it's, or whatever. It it's just is like, so, not no more. It
1: is so just... <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, ridiculous. it's <laughs> We're dragging you away. We're... Di- abolishing your position as advisor and we are breaking your staff <laughs> and, and, and they focused, <laughs> focused on that they focused on
0: that oh yeah they did Yep. all right <laughs> it's ridiculous that makes me laugh it was just still staring at it i'm cracking up about it it's so it's so just like well that's weird
1: <laughs> since that was your top one i'll go to my top one this is on page two and this is the bottom left corner and i call this one i do science now yeah, and it's it's Katie. She's putting together the computer, and apparently, part of putting together the computer is disintegrating some of the wires because that's what she's doing is she's disintegrating yeah, some of the wires, which apparently is fixing the computer.
0: It is so weird. Yeah, this is uh, hooking up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is hooking up Friday's essence to their home computer system, which I'm assuming they had done previously. Sure, and it is just this cacophony collection of just science tubings and wires. Mm-hmm. And now I am not the most computer savvy person. The
1: devil you say.
0: I may not be technically intelligent. Man, this is sounding worse and worse. But I do know that I've never needed to take a disintegration machine to any, like, computer hardware that I've been working on. <laughs> according, to, according to Katie, who has skipped a couple grades, you may be doing this wrong. I probably am. It's just like USB to USB-C... <laughs> Disintegrate. Disintegrate. (laughs) Honey, bring me my blowtorch. I can make it fit.
1: Well, Jeff, tell me what your favorite piece of art in this book is, please. Now that we've had a good laugh. And now that you've popped another blood vessel in your eye.
0: My backup best one is on what I'm calling page 18, and I call it acid reflux. (laughs) <laughs> and this is the uh, big old splash page of uh, after Katie had a stump chucked to her and she disintegrated it and apparently absorbed a little too much too fast. And she is verping up Powerballs left, right, and center. She's all... Oh, uh, arg, arg, virp, virp, virp. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 Powerballs are shooting out of ele- her... Uh, 13! She just... Uh, couldn't hold it and just that's, acid refluxed up.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of power balls. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Of. Yep, yep, yep. I liked it, but that was not one of mine. It really ah, wasn't. My surprised. backup one is the last page and I call it snark uh, <laughs> yeah what, I, there's nothing else to say here it's it's nope. it's a giant snark with all of the the drool and saliva of the open mouth and he's just saying hello to Julie in her nightgown and she's saying snark yep. yeah yeah
0: Yep. yeah when that snark has been sent to kill the power family yep
1: i think it's pretty well done you Mm-hmm. Really good definition on the snark there. Like I said, I like the drool that really helps sell it a lot. You know,
0: they foreshadowed it really well too. Actually, in the previous two panels on the previous yeah. page, Jim's asleep in a chair with a light on, and, mm-hmm. and Julie's going to the front door. And in the little window cutout is just like a silhouette. And you, you kind of go, "Oh yeah, that could. That's probably Kofi. That's probably a chameleon in there." And then. You know the door creak, and there's a little bit of a lizardy body. Here's
1: a question for you, then. You know, Julie comes down here, yeah. sees her dad sleeping. We see the shadow in the window. Yeah, which she could have looked through <laughs> before opening the door.
0: It was a dark outside. It was a dark outside. She couldn't see. I'm
1: just saying, we have window next to our door, mm-hmm. and when somebody's there, I look out the window. Before I open the door.
0: All right, look. All the smarts have funneled downhill into Katie right now. Okay, Julie's a little too boy crazy. You're right. You're right.
1: You're right. You're right. Katie's the smart one, disintegrating computer parts to make them work. Exactly. What is your top best one,
0: sir? (laughs) My top best one is on page ten. Well, technically page ten and eleven. It is another big spread splash pages one, and I call it "Let in some air." <laughs> and this is when Badger's. Oh no, it's not Badger at all. It's actually Jackal. Uh, uh oh! Uh. No. His space fleet ships and everything are coming in, and they're on the Destrock clan, you know, home city things. And it seems that they're shooting at their cities, and they've all got all these cities have are in the big old glass, you know, sci-fi domes that all dwellings live in, where they have. Mm-hmm. A really good manufacturing process to make giant city-sized domes over an entire city. So they're letting in some air because they're shooting and destroying these little city pods. It's a
1: choice. It is a choice. choice. It's a choice. I went ahead for my best one, and I went ahead and did costumes on on page 15. And this is where the kids are costuming on. I had to. I I wanted to get something with the kids getting into their new costumes. We see the very familiar woo-woo-woo-woo-woo swirls going on i had a level of nostalgia for it and i went with that one (laughs) now let's go ahead and talk about the insults and we do Mm -hmm. that in rubber and glue moment what was the best or most childish insult that we saw in this book and jeff let me tell you i find you well i and maraud from page six find you to be a wretched terrestrial hatchling (sighs) i know
0: I know, you know that one know. cuts and, to the and, core on me, man. Yeah. Well why'd you have to go there? It's
1: the way I was
0: <sighs> raised. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Bring, it to, Ugh, just bring it to me. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. I can take
1: it. I can take it. Whatever whatever you can dish out.
0: <laughs> All right, Cloud Boy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Cloud Boy. Cloud yeah. Boy. Yep. Page sixteen and seventeen. And this is uh Jack is just saying, these costumes are lame, but not as lame as your costume that you yeah. had in New Warriors, and Alex's response is whatever, Cloud Boy. And the name's Zero-G. And then later on, Alex is throwing a stump at Jack. And Jack's all, ooh, a stump. Yeah, let's see what you've got, Cloud Boy.
1: Because nothing beats an insult than the same insult right in a row. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
0: That shows how inventive you are. It's like, you, you can tell Alex had been thinking about that one for a while. He's like, I need something. I need something devastating. Cloud Boy. It's going to destroy him the second time, too.
1: And that's why Alex fails, because Alex is not like Jack. No. And Jack, on page two, when Jack says, look, hook it up yourself, geek. You're the baby (laughs) genius around
0: here. Yep, Yeah. That's a good one.
1: Geek, baby genius. Put down your sister twice, and you know what's even more gutsy? Doing that in front of the
0: parents. Jack is a physical one. He does he, he does not value intelligence. He is gonna no 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 uh, no yeah no. he's gonna use uh, smirts as a pejorative. Yep.
1: <laughs> what is is that your best one too? No, it is not. Okay.
0: Mine is on page 14, and it's both Jack and Katie talking to Julie after she's met Randy. Randy, Allen. oh, yes, Randy. Uh, yeah, because you want childish, you want childish, mm-hmm. then, hey, look, Julie has a boyfriend.
1: Julie has, has a, a boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, Especially Katie's so much, bit. It's not so much the insult, it's the taunting uh-huh. that happens here. The yeah. taunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, just
0: and if you do anything in a sing song, you just you just gave yourself a couple more points in that uh, childish insult yeah, category.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. All right, let's talk about stars in detention. Who is the best child? Who is the worst child in this issue? We always start with the worst, and I would be surprised if we don't have the same one. Jack? You got a chip on your shoulder there, Jackie Boy.
0: You pick Jack? <gasps> I pick Gasp! Jack. I say gasp out loud. I would have <laughs> totally not picked Jack instead. No, it's Jack. It's, yeah, it's... Everybody knows. Come on. You, you all knew out. How... Yeah. You hit the stage and you're like, so it was Jack, right? And we're like, yeah, it's Jack. Yeah,
1: it's Jack. It's Jack. This is this is where Jack's uh, stock and trade kind of starts mm-hmm. falling down a bit, I think. And mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of people, when they think about Jack, this might be the vision or uh-huh. version that they have of him, unfortunately. Yeah. side of that two-headed chameleon coin, we have the better side, the one that's not scratched up. Mm-hmm. Who is the mm-hmm. best one in this one? Who do you have as the best?
0: It starts with J, and that rhymes with also J, and that stands for Julie. Yeah,
1: I had Julie too, and I, I had down I guess.
0: <laughs>
1: nobody really stands out in this one. I, I had a hard time picking Katie because I just found her annoying. You and know. Alex is... Wider than he usually is, yeah, which I didn't think was possible. But I, I left on Julie, and and yet I was still like, ah, Julie is kind of googling eye over a boy, which okay, fine, she's as a teenager, they're painting her in this one stroke brush, okay, fine, whatever, sure. But she was helping her mom, she exactly, was yep. worried about her mom. Mm-hmm. She's the one who wasn't really starting fights with the family, no, she she's running she, away from them, yeah, but she's you know, the one
0: who's like, I'm tired of us only having fights.
1: Which... That's a choice. You know, you could stay and say, guys, let's settle this. But she kind of just, I'm tired of this, and runs off. (sighs) Okay.
0: She didn't call Jack on his lie about discovering the uh, the density force field power. She could have. She was just like, I'm just going to let this settle right now. Yeah. Went to go check out the mysterious light outside and didn't want to wake up anybody in case it was nothing. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. uh, Julie, I guess, is a great descriptor for this one. default 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 default.
1: (laughs) this is going to be very interesting as we move through this and as we make our decision about this book and this series as we move forward while we need to look at this issue and the rest of these issues we want to go ahead and just evaluate them against how they've done with the rest of the series and we haven't touched this list in a while we've been away from it for uh, something like six, seven episodes. We had a few interviews. We had the new Warriors things, but you know, the, the list is still here and we must go back to it. So, starting at the top of the list, we have number one, Revenge of the Boogeyman, power pack number 42, still hanging in there tight. Number 10, Uncanny X Men number 195. It was a dark and stormy night. Loved that issue. uh Number 20, power pack number 48, Dolphin Dreaming. That's where the kids are on the island and they see some dolphins and there's a lot of. Uh, That's my horrible, horrible dolphin impersonation. Issue number 30, we've got Homecoming, Power Pack uh, Volume 1, number 5. It's where the kids come back from space for the first time. Power Pack number 40, we have got Who's the Villain? That's Power Pack number 32. And that's uh, one of Jeff's favorite issues with our favorite friend, Sunspot. Oh, yeah, we know you like it. Spot number 50, we've got Power Pack number 15, Reckoning. That's where Julie tries to run away to Asgard with the Warriors 3, but the boogeyman stops her. Oh, no. Number six, the Power Pack holiday special number one. Ah, oh, Christmas. Speaking of Jack at his best. <laughs> Still liked it. I, I enjoyed that issue. Just didn't really hang in there. Anyways, let's move on. Let That will bring us down to spot number 70. And this is back to school power pack number 60. Uh, we're getting into the ones we really didn't like here. This is where we've got Alex uh, turns into horse, starts turning into horse, and some snails team things fight the kids. Yeah, we all remember that. And of course, and then we get all the way to the bottom, we got power pack number 56 Chinks in the armor. That's the one with typhoid Mary. So Jeff, where are we at here? Where, where do you think that this is going to go?
0: Okay. You were saying that Doran did yep. the Marvel Fanfare art, right. correct? Right. That's um Marvel Fanfare volume 1 number 55, The Battle of PF 87.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Let's start there. What do you think?
1: That's a good good place to start. But above that, we've got Childhoods End. it's Power Pack number 56. That's kind of where we start going into the uh, the, the what we consider the run of bad comics there. Mm-hmm. That's where Nova and Star Stalker uh, fight, and the kids meet the Elon.
0: You know that favorite character. Yeah. Elon, I guess. Yeah,
1: and then we have above that we got Fire. That's where Star Stalkers. It's still in the same thing there. Mm-hmm. And above that we've got the the Thor, Volume One, Number Three Sixty Three, This Cursed Earth. Here's the thing. I do think that the Nova and Star Stalker meeting the kids and in the uh, introduction of Elon. It's actually something new. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, yeah, can, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not new characters, but there's something new to Power Pack. This okay. is a lot of rehashing of Power Pack.
0: Hey, this introduced Randy Allen. <sighs> it's it's but,
1: it's not bringing anything
0: mm-hmm. new to it. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're in the right spot
1: here. I, I, I might put this back in um, the new spot 67. I, I think going right above the Marvel Fanfare. Okay. I think of this as a little bit better than the Marvel fanfare, but I'm willing to give the edge out to childhood's end.
0: Okay. I could see that. I could see yeah. why. Yeah. I got no problem with that. I got no real horses in this race. Come kind of in <laughs> or otherwise. It's it's a fine issue. You know, the problem that we had with the Battle of PS 87 was Jack in no way was Jack. There was a demon. Magic and Warlock were there. You know, stuff mm. happened. Um yeah, this this was a lot of, and, you know, you, you put the, sit- the sitcom on, you've seen a dozen times, because it's just a friendly noise in the background to keep you company kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I want more from this. I think there's, there's promise here. It's just, there's nothing great.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Marvel Fanfare is above it then, so this would be the new 68.
1: No, this is the new 67. Marvel Fanfare is below it.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
1: I think the art in this one is better than the art in the Marvel Fanfare, and I think that exactly. that's giving it a little bit of an edge for me.
0: All right. Uh, the art in this one is... It's not Do great. Wanna... Yeah, it's not great. Do you want to talk about the art for just a second? We'll
1: we we'll, We'll—we'll—we'll talk about it in the next one. Okay. Let's go ahead and talk about the beer. We've been sitting here for a little while. We've been going through this issue pretty fast. There's not much to talk about with this one.
0: No, it, it's... That was kind of the, that was one of the other things about this is we've read some of these comics where it's been like, I've got to digest this in chunks. Yeah. I need to step away from the table for a little bit because I'm full. And this was very much a, I turn pages, I turn pages, I turn pages. There's a cigarette ad, turn pages, and I'm done.
1: Well, this one, I, the, they jump back and forth to a lot of different things that are going on, yep. but what what happens here is that Bacha is suppressed by Jackal, starts destroying other clans, sends people to Earth to deal with Power Pack, Power Pack moves into their new place. They uh, Julie meets somebody new, and they uh, have a training session with their powers.
0: Yeah, vaguely, in the Vegas sense. Yeah. That
1: that's it. That's yeah, it. The
0: squabb- The kids squabbles.
1: Yeah. So really, we have this could be just two scenes mm-hmm. that are going on. We could pretty have much. two little stories that are going on. And there's not much that happens.
0: Yeah, so it, it, it it's a fast issue.
1: It's a fast issue. Let's talk about our beers, though. We've got here Beautiful Faces, uh, the Cold IPA from Bearded...
0: Lumber Beard Brewing. From
1: Lumber Beard Brewing. We thought this was pretty simple, pretty easygoing. How are you feeling about it now?
0: Uh, I think I liked it a little bit more when I was starting it. I've been, I've been drinking it. Mm. I drank my cup down enough that I was able to go back for the other, you know, four fluid ounces that were in here and, you know, to kind of top my drink up. It's, it's fine. Fine. It's okay. It's...
1: When it warms up, you start getting more of the the rusty metal hops in there.
0: Yeah, that uh, hoppy notes start moving a lot far forward. Yeah. You know, because before it was very much just a, I've got nothing and it's on my tongue and I'm blending into some notes and now it's kind of like Hey, we're hops. We're here. We're hops here. Here we are. We're hops. So it's eh, it's a three. It's fine if you like that kind of thing. It's not. It's not bad. It's just. I'm gonna join you on
1: Three Island. It's it's not bad. It's it's fine. Uh, it's I think it's more enjoyable at the beginning when you have a nice cold glass. Yeah. Once it starts doing room temperature, you start getting a little bit more of the aggressiveness in it. And I I want this to just be something enjoyable and nice glass yep but that's my opinion that's our opinion your mileage may vary
0: it probably will everyone has different tastes in everything so but what nobody has different tastes in is the kids perspective we all love that and that is where rick talks to his daughter carrie about the issue that we just covered so rick and carrie take it away
1: hello carrie Hello, Daddy. How are you doing today? Good, and you? I am doing okay. I am glad to be talking to you today about uh, this comic book. Are you glad to be talking to me about this comic book? Yep. Okay, then let's get into it, shall we? Okay. So what do we got here? What is this comic?
2: Power Pack?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a brand new Power Pack issue, though, right? Right. It's uh, the first of a new series, correct? Right. What kind of stands out at you about this series?
2: Well, I keep forgetting that uh, the parents already know about the powers, so I keep forgetting about that. I remember reading it in one of the New Warriors issues Mm -hmm. that had Alex and Julian in it, I think.
1: Well, here's the weird thing is that the parents didn't know. When we left in the holiday special, they had taken away their memories again, remember?
2: I know, so I'm kind of wondering what happened in between that space.
1: Well, the New Warriors happened, but they never told their parents there unless there's some missing story somewhere.
2: It could be a story that's hidden in an editor's desk.
1: (laughs) It may actually be. We don't know that. One thing you'd probably miss from the New Warriors piece is that Friday was destroyed.
2: Oh, so that's why Kitty was trying to get it back.
1: Yep, yep. That happened in one of the New Warriors issues that they blew up Friday. Aww. Uh, But they were able to save the essence. What else did you find out about the the power kids from this first issue?
2: Um, okay, Katie seems a bit smarter than I last recalled her.
1: Yeah, they made her smarter and she skipped a couple grades, right? Yeah. Yeah. What else?
2: Okay, Friday looks a little cartoonish on the uh, computer screen.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little cartoonish. Uh, that's kind of the art style. What What do you think of the art style?
2: I actually kind of like something different every once in a while.
1: Okay, so you like some things that are different. Do you like this art style? Yeah. You do. What do you like about it?
2: I don't know, but it re- I feel like it, um, I don't know. I just, I just seem to really like it.
1: Do you like the art style or do you like the colors?
2: I'm, it may be because I like the colors too.
1: The colors are very bright and...
2: Cheerful, kind of. Cheerful. Yeah. Also, I noticed on like the second page, mm-hmm. it's showing the dad and he's wearing a shirt that says Shrew- Oh wait, can you help me pronounce this? Schrodinger's
1: Shredo- Schrodinger's cat.
2: Schrodinger's cat.
1: So let me explain Schrodinger's cat to you because you aren't going to be happy when I'm done explaining it.
2: Oh, really? Because the cat looks so cute on there.
1: Yeah. So, Schrodinger's cat is a theoretical problem. And what it is, is there's a thought experiment. So, this doesn't really happen. This is just something you do. And you, you, you go through the thought experiment in your mind. You put a cat in a box, along with a radioactive particle. So, you close up the box, so the cat and the radioactive particle are inside. You can't see inside the box, and you can't hear anything in the box... You do know that the cat went in there alive, but until you open up the box, you don't know if the cat is alive or dead. Okay. So it's a theoretical problem that's based upon the idea of a cat that exists both in an alive state and a dead state at the same time, because you don't know what's going on inside that box. Okay. Did I blow your mind a little bit?
2: I'm going to nod my head and pretend that I know what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So. For now, let's just enjoy the fact that he's got a cat on his shirt. Okay. <laughs> so you don't mind the art. What about the story itself? Do you like the story, or does it seem repetitive to you? Do you see? Have you seen a lot of these same story beats in other parts of Power Pack?
2: Well, I remember that when Katie had in like a bit of an outburst, bunch of energy, kind mm-hmm. of reminds me of what um, Alex did in our original.
1: Yeah. That's true.
2: He was always like not really able to control it very much.
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We've got Snarks back, right?
2: Right. I never really paid too much attention to those pages. I don't know why.
1: Well, Bodsha, who was the Emperor Stark, um he was using Jackal's body. That happened in an old issue of Power Pack, remember? And it looks like Jackal's consciousness is coming back in forefront and Murad is back. The last time we saw Murad, she she had died as well. <laughs>
2: We could... Okay, I don't want to say it, but she could probably is some kind of zombie.
1: <laughs> I don't think she's a zombie. <laughs>
2: Maybe she has some kind of rebirth power. We don't know.
1: Sure. Sounds good. But sounds like overall you like the book.
2: Yeah, and I also see a um, picture of the kids when they were younger, and it looks almost exactly like what it was.
1: Ah, okay. All right. What do you think of their new costumes?
2: I mean, they're fine. I mean, they finally got the masks that they wanted.
1: Uh, is there anything else that you like or don't like about the costumes?
2: I was just looking at the little symbols that are hanging from down from their shoulders, and they're all the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, it's just like a metal... Thing. Thing.
2: Well, I'm just saying they finally got the masks that they wanted.
1: Yeah, I like the masks, too. Okay, thank you very much for your time. Okay. I love you. Love you, too.
0: Thank hey. Gary, I know, we're so glad that you came back and you got to talk about some Power Pack. I know, that's super exciting. Yep, we're looking forward to having you with us and talking to us about the next three as well.
1: And shout out time! We'd like to recognize those listeners who take the time to write in or leave us a review, and this is for episode 91, our second episode covering the New Warriors with our guest Delvin the Dark Web Williams. (coughs) (coughs) And he came all the way from the long box crusade, just to say, Hey, really go and check out his other shows. He's on any of the long box shows, he is wonderful. The entire crew is wonderful, yep.
0: they're all a lot of fun.
1: Can't say thank you enough to them.
0: Delvin is a wonderful human being, is what it yes, seems yes. to really be what we're trying to say. <laughs> and he didn't pay us to say that, he paid me. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Jeremy Daw, Limax 7. Matthew Birdsey. Max Reads Comics. New Warriors Talk.
1: Nicholas Brom. And the Captain freakouts Psychedelic Radio Podcast.
0: Scott O'Neill. Sean
1: from the Secret Wars and Beyond Podcast.
0: Waffles from Waffles and Mario Talk About Things.
1: Be sure to check out the other shows that we're on. Our Junior Agent Submissions on the MI6 Rogue Agent episodes of On Your Majesty's Secret Podcast. And... My awesome show, Monthly Monday Movie Muckabout, also on the Longbox Crusade Network.
0: And we have some merchandise available on Redbubble. Go to redbubble.com and search for Unpacking the Power of Power Pack.
1: Jeff and Mark Present is a bi-weekly self-produced podcast recorded in front of a live studio audience of two... Pens, one black, one blue, in Portland, Oregon. If you would like to interact with us through the magic of the Internet, you can do so through Twitter at Jeff and Rick Present. our Facebook page, Jeff and Rick Present. our email address, Jeff and Rick Present, all one word at gmail.com, or on our website, Jeff and Also, our YouTube channel is Jeff and Rick Present.
0: And if you would like to help support our show, we are on Patreon. You can find us at Patreon.com, Jeff and Rick Present all one word. And we are also a proud supporter of the Hero Initiative, and we will be donating 10% of our Patreon donations to this great cause. We highly encourage everyone to give what they can to this worthwhile organization that helps the creators who provide us with such great content. Go to HeroInitiative.org to find out more.
1: Please rate and review us wherever you can. Tell your friends about us and share your love for us on social media.
0: And as always, we want to thank the powerful people in our packs. My wife, Cindy, and our daughter, Carrie. My fiance, Hillary, and our daughter, Aurora. We We love love you. you. Until next time. Costumes Costumes off.
1: Our theme music is 80s action. Also featured in this episode is The Ice Giants. All music is by Kevin McLeod at Acompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by attribution 4.0 license.
0: That's a I uh, <coughs> <coughs> uh, got a headache too. This is gonna be a great night. Nice.
1: Just remember, <coughs> be funny. Yeah. Suck.
0: Why, none other than Lord Yurik? <coughs> oh god, this is just a burp that's just hanging right here and there. It, <coughs> it sounded like it felt like it was gonna be a lot bigger. Suck. You can oh. tell, you, know, <coughs> you sneeze, I burp. Let's call the whole thing off.